Revelations chapter 12, verse number 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Why Jesus Godcast. Godcast, that's right, baby. This is not a podcast. This is a Godcast. Why? Because this is all about the true and living God and his salvation power that works towards us. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a brother um, that is uh, with me on this particular episode. Let me go ahead and just start by saying this publicly. I love this man. This man right here is my brother, Man, at one point in time, I looked up to this brother so, so much. Um, he was the man. Like, he was he was that guy. And as far as I'm concerned, he's, he still is. And he is even more now that he is uh, living his life for the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, but he has a fantastic, awesome testimony for you guys. Um, and, and, and God, you know, put it on my heart to ask him to come on the show. Um, and he agreed to do this episode um, and to give uh, uh, some vulnerability, some openness and tell his testimony. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna introduce him. I'm gonna allow my good friend to introduce himself. Go ahead, my brother. <laughs> What's going on everybody? My name is Zeke Griffin. That's my yeah. man right there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Zeke Griffin, uh, met him, man, what? We talking about almost 12 <laughs> years ago, man. 12, 13 years ago, yeah? about yep just about something like that man and um and and listen um y'all kind of hear this as he shares his testimony but that me and man me and him was you know thick as thieves at one point man just i mean all <laughs> over the place man matter of fact we were just talking before i hit the record button about the foolish ignorance <laughs> that we partook in man uh zeke bro do you remember and and before i before i tell this story ladies and gentlemen i i'm not condoning anything that we did when we were living in sin okay yeah, but yes. but zeke do you remember that time um somebody in the movie theater told me to shut the f up and i sent you a text message and i told you i was about to fight at the movie theaters and you and like two other people pulled up to the movie theater and you came and sat next to me and you shined your light in the guy's face he was like hey you talk about this dude right here do you remember that bro, <laughs> without hesitation yes bro it was it, we were we were wild like that. It was one of those one. It was ride or die. But also, we just didn't care. We didn't, Honestly. bro. Bro, we didn't care at all. And then, bro, then there was a situation that time. I want to say you were there when the guy threw a tennis ball at Nicole or something like that, and we waited outside the movie theater for him. It was something about that movie theater, bro, that we just stayed in trouble, bro. Bro, there were there were countless moments in the movie theater where it just. All all out ignorance was just happening. I remember I can't re I can't recall exactly who it was. I want to say it was Kenny, but he had this bucket of popcorn and just tripped and threw it everywhere. It was we we had some wild moments. Bruh, some wild just just the, the 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 wildest of moments, bro. Like I just don't even under understand um, how we didn't end up in jail. <laughs> like like we should have <laughs> we should have went to jail a, a couple of times, man. Um, but um, but yeah, man, and, and you know, it's crazy, bro, because we could tell these stories um, from a past perspective, man, because these aren't the people that, that we are anymore, man. And we can say that with confidence and boldness because we know that God has, has changed our lives, y'all. This is, this is what this podcast is all about, folks. It's all about how God is changing lives, man. Um, and, and without further ado, man, I want to jump right into my, my brother's testimony um, 
because again, it's 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 an awesome story. Uh, so 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 my brother Zeke, man. I, I, again, like I kind of mentioned to you before, I want to start yours a little bit different than I start other people's. Um, most recently, man, you you got baptized, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, my sir. man. Yeah, my man got baptized. He posted a a picture and uh, of him, you know, and his baptism experience, and he had a caption on it. Um, and and I'm not gonna tell y'all what the caption is. I'm gonna allow him to tell you guys. But see. If you can, bro, tell them what the caption was to the picture and then explain to them the whole culmination uh, of you being baptized and why you said what you said as far as the caption on that picture. Yes, most definitely. Um, so the caption on the picture uh, was it's different now. It's different now. And that uh, I actually had a lot of questions come up from that of like asking, like, Zeke, why? What does this actually mean? And I, I, I love that I got the opportunity to share this part. Yes, sir. Um, so as a kid, <laughs> as a kid, I grew up in the church. I, 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 my, my dad was a pastor, but he was also one of those guys who was um, living two separate lives. He, he'd be in a pulpit one day, but in the streets the next day. Mm. Um, but as, as a kid, that was very confusing. Um, and we were forced to go to church. We were definitely that church going family that went almost every day right every hour of the day as right well. right so I growing up. it was very annoying um but uh we we moved to texas at one point in time and we joined a youth group and in a youth group um clearly a youth group that's on fire for the lord you can see it like on everyone's faces in their spirit or whatnot but uh for me it was just you know i, I have friends that we're having a good time um, I enjoy what we're doing. You get to learn about God. It's like, okay, cool. And one day, I, I remember it was right after a conference. We were uh, everyone wanted to get baptized, and I was like, well, because my friends are doing it, I'm going to do it. So <laughs> this is this is crazy. So I remember distinctly in the baptismal line. I remember getting in the baptismal pool and peeing right there immediately. It, bro, <laughs> immediately. I like I was only doing it because everybody else was doing it and I had to use a bathroom. I was like, well, you can do it in a pool, why can't you do it here? Oh so, man. <laughs> absolutely out, out out of bounds. So even then though, it was one of those things like baptism to me was just something you had to do. Like mm -hmm. it was this is a sign that you were a Christian. So I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll do it. Let's let's get it over with or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And you can um like you can fast forward through life and just all the craziness that happened in between there um and moving up to like the, the day i was actually baptized let's let's i'm gonna jump back and forth if that's okay that's, that's fine that's man listen this is your story bro. i'm just the moderator you got it bro <laughs> <laughs> all right so let, let, let's fast forward and i'm gonna backtrack so fast forward into the day i got baptized uh-huh uh, well, let's look at that week before the week before um i had been going through a lot. I had been experiencing a lot because I moved out here to North Carolina mm -hmm. just recently um, at the beginning of this year. And this year, I knew I didn't want to slip back into the same Zeke I used to be. Yeah, yeah. And even working as a, a youth pastor for the past, what, it's been six years now at uh -huh. different churches. Uh -huh. I was doing everything in my own power. Yep. Like, I, I, I was good at what I do. You know, it's, it's, it's easy for me to relate to people. I'm a social butterfly, so it's easy to, for me to relate to students. I've gone through a lot so I can understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. So 
that part was easy. I'm, I'm a creative thinker. I'm a visionary. So coming up with ideas and events for the students, easy. And I was doing all of that in and of myself. Mm-hmm. Now, let's backtrack back to college when, when, when things really took a hit. So freshman year of college, um, I realized that one of the reasons, and I, I realize that now, one of the reasons why people wanted to be everywhere I was one, I was I was a, a social social guy, you know, it was mm-hmm. fun to be around, whatever. Yep. But I didn't notice at that time until now that people wanted to be around me because of who they saw in me. Mm. Not not in who I was yeah. at that time, but who they saw in me. Yeah. Whether they knew it or not, whether they knew it or not, like that. I I, I know now, looking back at it, it's like okay, Zeke, they didn't see you; they saw the guy in you mm-hmm. and dude it took years again this, it was just this year um years to realize that yeah like zeke you've been doing everything since that since college since college but in, in your own willpower mm-hmm. just going here doing this doing that and it's just been about zeke yeah it's been about and it, there's a reason why i've had to leave all these other all these other churches before you know and i used to give excuses of why i had to leave the church or whatnot Mm -hmm. and ultimately it was just me yeah yeah it was just me i was i was operating outside of the holy spirit yeah yeah complete yeah and it took all these years to actually sit and realize hey zeke you've been doing this by yourself it's time to trust me this god speaking it's like Mm -hmm. it's time to trust me so I've, I've given you Jesus who then left and left you with the Holy Spirit as a guide for you to use through life. Mm-hmm. Man, this has been one of the most challenging years for me spiritually. Yeah. But it's been that because I, I wanted it to be my best year. And I, I, I told myself this is going to be my, my best year if it's my best year spiritually. Yeah. And that's a, a dangerous thing to ask for. It's a dangerous thing to ask for. Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. Um, but... In doing so, in these these past few months that I've been here, God has shown so much to me and has shown me a lot about myself, has shown me a lot about the area that I'm in and what I need to be doing that I I realized that, hey, okay, I can't continue to do this by myself, Mm -hmm. but I also want people to know that, hey, I'm not doing this by myself. I need to make this public. Yeah. Yeah. I decided... I, I need to get baptized and, yeah. and not for me, but for my students, mm-hmm. my, my, my future family, mm-hmm. uh, my, for everyone around me. Cause this isn't about, this isn't about me. Right. It, it is not about me. It's like people are watching me. People are looking up to me. So, you know, Zeke, you've got to make this decision today to make that change in order to walk right. And not, not only that, but have people hold you accountable now that they know you're walking right. Because yeah. before I would keep stuff to myself. Yeah, for sure. Sure. I, I don't want people to know that I was out there just out in the streets just walling. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm gonna hide off that even, even while being a youth pastor, still yeah. out in the streets Yeah. And yeah. It, it took all this time to realize, no, this this change needs to happen. So, yeah, man, just decided to get baptized. Uh, I want to say it was June seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, by my by my boy Emmanuel. Um, I actually hit him up the night before, or it's a couple of nights before, and I told him, hey, man, we got to do this and showed up to the church and it was like a whole movie scene i felt like we walked into the sanctuary um of his church lights went dark the pool lit up and all of his friends i didn't i don't know people out here but all right. of his friends had come out wow and two of my students and their dad 
had come out as well man it was the most beautiful thing ever to me wow. and it was it, in that moment and being baptized and coming out i knew things were different now and that's where that caption came from man it, it's different now yes sir it's different. and and you know and bro thank you for sharing that because um just just for i guess a quick teaching teaching sake man uh, uh, for those that are that are listening and just may not know um baptism does not make you saved ladies and gentlemen it doesn't if you if you're if you're unsaved when you get baptized you're going to come out of the water unsaved like it's really it's really that simple right so it's it's, it's it there's no saving power in the water but i got a big butt for this one for for y'all ladies and gentlemen when you are saved and you get baptized and zeke you can stop me at any point if if you feel like i say anything wrong when you are saved for real and you get baptized there is something that is going to shake in your very core there is something that's going to happen with you folks um because one it's an act of obedience to god if you can get baptized as a christian i encourage you to do it again it doesn't make you saved but we do see that in scripture jesus himself got saved he tells us in 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 scripture when he when he was leaving to get in the great commission go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them right so baptism is is important right if you can get it done but the, what we have to understand is when it comes to this walk with the Lord, this is a spiritual thing. Um, and even the things that we do in the natural affect us spiritually. So when you do something in obedience to God, it's it may be a natural act, but it's a spiritual thing that's going to react. And I remember talking to you before, Zeke, you said that after you got baptized, you, you experienced some things after that, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, can, you, can you just explain just a little bit of that for them real quick? Yeah, so um, for me, one of the one of the things that um, I like, I, I, I look back on it now and I realize where the struggle came from. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the things for me was like I, I'd always valued uh, women over God. Mm -hmm. over yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Out relationships over God. So like those two together, dangerous combination. Yes, sir. Da dangerous combination. So. All through college, and you know, John can attest for this. Zeke, <laughs> Zeke was that guy, yes, sir. Like, just a player. And if I wasn't with somebody, I had something else that I could easily pick up and go to, which mm -hmm. is pornography. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. Like, I didn't realize how much of a struggle it actually was until, again, like looking at it now, looking back, it's like, man, there's a reason. Like, that's where that came from. It came from this moment when you decided. To, to choose, okay, hey, like, I'm going to value this over God. Like, okay, cool. Do that. Let me show you what's going to happen. And, like, it, this, there's so much. And I just this is just a warning to anyone who's listening. Like, pornography ain't it. Man. There, there, there are other, there, there's something else out there, that, but this ain't it. It ain't this, it this, at all. It, bro, say it for him one more time, please. <laughs> <laughs> pornography is not it. There, it's not it. Oh, my gosh. it's That is truly one of the hardest spiritual battles that I think anyone can face. Yes, sir. I had out of, but when I got baptized, come on, talk to him, sir. When, when I tell you the desire completely wow. left, wow. Like not, not, not even, uh, like not, not even from just like picking it up and going to that website, but 
like the things I watch. And I'm not. And, and a lot of a lot of pastors preach. Oh, you got to watch what you watch. You got to watch what you listen to. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying as I'm going through Netflix, as I enjoy movies, I enjoy TV shows and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But in Netflix, there's certain shows that are on my list. I realized, oh, that's why I wanted to watch it because this girl was in it. Yeah. I I can't do that now. No. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Or I was going to watch this because uh, I know this is going to lead to this. No, 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 no. So it, it, it's it started to like I started to change the way I saw things and mm. the way I listened to different things. And I'm a music fan as well. So certain artists, I'm just like, well, y'all ain't talking about nothing. Yeah. I it's it's nothing but but sex and women in here. Like if I if I allow that to just like sit in my spirit, it's gonna lead me back to that because talk to them, bro. Even, even outside of baptism, you are still the same person without God. Yeah. You are still the same person. So that 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 thing that I struggle with is going to be there. Like it, it, I am choosing every day to allow the Holy Spirit to keep that from happening. Man, that's it right there, bro. I, I'm still the same Zeke without the Holy Spirit. So when that baptism happened, it immediately shifted that mindset of, oh, I need this to, okay, I have something else. Yeah. Which is the Holy Spirit. Who's directing me in these moments? And dude, it just it just took away the desire completely. Man. Which was amazing. Man. And and you know, so so ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that are listening, because I love this brother's transparency, man, pornography is one of the biggest silent killers in the body of Christ. And now mind you, it's not just killing the body of Christ, it's killing all involved and those that partake in it. Mind you, this is not some small industry. I read somewhere years ago, and I know it's even more so now, right? years ago that um, pornography was bringing in more money every year than the NBA, MLB, and NFL combined. Um, And and that was a real statistic. Now we live in a world where everybody is a quote-unquote sex worker and anybody can do pornography because OnlyFans is popping like never before because the pandemic uh, I, I saw a documentary about it. The pandemic caused a lot of people to lose their jobs and they couldn't go to work. So a lot of people needed money and they turned to that. And, and a lot of them haven't turned back. You see what I'm saying? So so I know mm-hmm. it's even more so now. But listen to what this brother just told y'all, man. He just let y'all know that through Christ and, and through a, a right relationship with God and through being led by the Holy Spirit, it is very possible to overcome this Let's call it what it really is. It's an addiction, man. And it's an addiction that is plaguing so many believers, men and women alike. So I thank thank God for having him to say that and present that to y'all because he's free from it. And and anybody else out there that's listening, that's struggling with that, you can be free as well. Uh, Because Jesus Christ said he came to save us from our sin. And that lust and that and that fornication, which is masturba- uh, masturbation and pornography, that's it's fornication. It's a, it's a sin. And Christ came to save us from that, man. So, Zeke, thank you, brother, for sharing that. Um, and I think that's an awesome segue right into let's let's go into your story, man. So we're going to rewind back okay. to the beginning. You touched on it just a little bit. But let's talk about your upbringing a, a, a little bit. If you can give us a little bit more about that. What did what did growing up um look like for 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 Zeke now you mentioned that you had that you're you you're you were in a family excuse me um that went to church all the time and and things mm-hmm. like like that what did the family dynamic look like for you so at the time uh so it was my mom my dad and me and two of my sisters I uh-huh. have eight sisters total wow um <laughs> yeah and you're the only but, boy right 
only boy. Wow. Only boy, right in the middle, too. Yeah. So um, at the time, it was just my mom, my dad, and uh, my two sisters and myself. Mm-hmm. And we, we, tr- we, I can't, I cannot count how many times we moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was for one reason or another. Like either my mom was getting a job somewhere else or we were moving because my dad, you know, uh, still out there in the world was uh, tra- was stealing things from us and like we couldn't afford where we were living at the time mm-hmm. you know how, how how that basically just, you can look at it just like it is off the of TV it's a, it, we were statistics wow I felt yeah like um, so we bounced around quite a bit and and I actually talked to my mom not too long ago about this and she was like yo there were actually moments where we were actually rich I just couldn't see that because of how we were already living mm-hmm. beforehand I wow. just didn't see you know, those things um but yeah, man, we, we, we bounced around quite a bit. We were homeless at one point in time. Um, uh, my mom and dad eventually split, which was actually my freshman year of college. Um, okay. But yeah, we... Was that? No, I, I was just 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 kind of responding to what you said. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, they split my freshman year of college. Um, uh, for me personally, that was huge because uh, I, was, I was a daddy's boy. Mm-hmm. You know, me, me and dad, our, our dream was to go to the NBA. Yeah. That was... Mm-hmm. That was you know, almost every black black kid's dream. Let's be real. Yes, sir. Right. And and real quick to interject here, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, Zeke was nice. Like <laughs> like Zeke was nice. Like this this man. Like listen, I had hoop dreams, Zeke. You know what I'm saying? Like I I had yeah. the dreams of being in the NBA too. But but I wasn't that nice, ladies and gentlemen. I never played for varsity. I was never on a team. I wasn't that nice, y'all. Zeke was nice. Like Zeke, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all who Zeke played like. And I'm not saying this to gas him up. Zeke had a lot of Kevin Durant to him. He was long, he was tall, and he could and he could he could he could drive it and he could pull up. Like he was the slim reaper, man. Like that, like y'all, Zeke was nice. Zeke was nice, y'all. He was nice. <laughs> I pre- I appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah, like uh, um little quick side note with that, like um kinda actually deals with a lot of it. Uh so my dad, uh, my seventh grade year, that was my first year actually trying out for the school basketball team. Uh-huh. It was also the same day that I woke up seeing him being taken to jail wow but i was so used to this that in my mind i was like okay he's just gonna be here when i get back from making the team right i go to school make the team and i rush home to tell dad and he's gone oh wow and for the next two years bro he missed all of my basketball career at that at that age seventh grade eighth grade and he came back ninth grade it was like a movie right came back ninth in the, in the middle of one of my football games I'll never go back to football um, He came back in the middle of one of my football games And he was standing in the end zone As I was running into the end zone So gave him a big hug And like it felt like life was back on track But nothing had changed wow. So uh, it was as if I was missing that voice that I wanted in the crowd Right um, My mom was always there But I, I didn't realize that Because I wanted my dad to be there So uh, where, where, where this came from, you know, the uh, going going into college and playing ball. My roommate Darnell, I don't know if you remember Darnell. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I talked but, to him uh, recently. What was that? I, said, I talked to him recently. Oh, bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- this guy, uh, he became my roommate my second year of, of college, and he had already had played ball on you know a college level. He, he was a transfer student. Mm-hmm. This guy taught me a lot of what I wanted my dad to teach me but 
you know, he wasn't he wasn't around, but like Darnell was. Like right. he became, and I don't know if he ever knows this or if he ever knew this, but Darnell became like a father figure to me because we would go up to the gym. I remember it like it was yesterday. There was a, there was a, um, there was a guy named Jerry that we had where we would set up games through Jerry to play other people two on two. Oh wow. <laughs> and Darnell taught me so many little subtle things, so many subtle moves, how to how to do certain things um, in the game to where when we stepped on the court, it was just ridiculous. Um, I remember one time we played we played a team intentionally um, and, and like only lost like or, or only beat them by a little bit. But it was like, OK, let's double or nothing. And then blew them out the next game because we knew we were that good. Right. Hustled um, them. What's that? Full blown hustled him. Oh yeah, facts, facts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Darnell became that that father figure I wanted, and like that close friend at the same time. Um, during you know those that that year that I was still there uh, in in college. So, yeah, that was just a little little side note from that. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Um, after that, uh, yeah, going off um, into. What was it my, my second year of college um like i actually had to leave college and i don't know i don't know if we were if i'm jumping too too fast on this one no no you're good you're good you're good but i actually had to leave my uh my uh sophomore year of college because of my grades uh-huh and <laughs> i know my grades slipped we we all know my grades well at least i think we do um i just stopped caring yeah completely yeah um again once once i found out my freshman year that my mom and dad split for me that was already like a, a stab in the heart but also this is this is one of those those key things my freshman year i had been a, a, a good guy up until this point like i was the guy that you would see in church uh was, wasn't at parties none of that stuff it was basketball uh church or home that was it mm -hmm. so freshman year came or yeah yeah freshman year came around and I had met this girl named uh, named Vanessa, and um, we hit it off on that first week, which was called Flight Week, having a good time and whatnot. Yeah. And um, one thing led to another within that week, and I was up in her room, and we we, we slept together. Uh huh. And for me, and it was it was it like talk. I've never talked to my boys about this, you know, because at the time it would have been seen as an embarrassing thing. But right. like in the middle of it, I just got up and, and ran out, right, just straight up. Because I knew at that moment, it's like, yo, I messed up. Yeah. Like, some, something's wrong here. And, like, I felt my world just flip upside down. And, man, like, the next two years were just, I just stopped caring completely. I was I was sleeping with everybody. Um, I was going to all the parties. We were we were up at Eureka Park uh -huh. playing high until about 6 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Did not a care in the world. Yeah. And, yeah. And with class the next day started, and everything. <laughs> what's, what's that? I said, with class the next day and everything class like you had to go to class but like i i just stopped i stopped and my grades showed for that so um i got I actually got suspended from school mm -hmm. and you know trying to get my grades back together but at the time it was just like well i was i was on scholarship so there was no way i was getting back in there you know i was financial aid scholarships so like man i'm not gonna be able to get back in and this is where this is where i think life really took a turn um, and kind of led me to where I am today. Um, in that moment, um, after being, you know, I had to, I had to go home uh, and live with my parents, live with my mom actually, who I resented at this time. Again, my dad wasn't around, right? And I was 
her for it. So I had to go back and live with her for a little bit. And um, I felt as if I lost some friends over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, 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 uh, because you know that, that's me and John had met in that last year. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, uh, he he did he doesn't know this, but like he was one of the guys I looked up to. Crazy, even though he was younger than me. Like this was like a brother to me in that time, and like when I left, it hurt because me. I, I, I realized I realized later on, I, I, it felt as if everyone had had left me. And it was like, oh, well, he's gone. Well, he's no longer part of our lives. But really, in all actuality, I left out of fear. Yeah. Um, I didn't come back because I didn't want people to look at me differently. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I pushed them away in that. You know, I, I didn't keep in touch with anybody. Um, I just kind of went off and did my own thing. And it like it hurt. Yeah. Like, and and to, and if you don't mind, it's kind of to kind of plug in here. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, we kind of talked about this before. Like, little did you know, man, like people were really looking for you, man. Because like you said, you were that guy, man, and people rocked with you the long way. Um, and, and I want to say I had reached out to you a couple of times and like and didn't get a response. So I was like, well, my man out here, probably he probably doing his things. I knew you had got suspended for grades and things like that. Well, eventually I found mm -hmm. it out because um, then I ended up experiencing it myself. <laughs> but um, I remember, you know, having a couple of conversations with people like yo have y'all heard from zeke like is he good is he straight because like i said you was my man it's like mind you i had i had lost mike the semester before because mike you know mike was my boy and he ended mm -hmm. up you know moving back to garland or what have you so then me and you started kicking it real tough and then like i said you ended up leaving i'm like man like everybody everybody bouncing so like i, said, I was i remember looking for you like yo where is zeke like is zeke good like i hope he's all right like like after a few like no no response i was like well i guess he either don't want to be contacted or or like i said he changed his number or whatever i mean i just had to you know hope that that you was good you know what i mean because i used to ask josh about you all the time he's like yeah he's like he's like if, if i knew where, where he was i'd tell you but i would even be hearing from him so so yeah man people was looking for you bro because like i said they had love for zeke bro and yeah, like I, I just didn't see it. Yeah, I, I didn't see it, man. And like I, and that was that was all on me. I can't, I can't place that blame on anyone else. That was all me because I chose to isolate myself. And in isolation, which is a dangerous place to be in, you start playing mind games with yourself. Like, sure, oh man, you my friend. Like he was like, no, your friend's been reaching out to you since day one. You just refuse to reach out because you're embarrassed. You're looking at yourself instead of you know the bigger picture where people actually care about you. Yeah. So yeah yeah for sure yeah and it, it was it was a wild time and um man I, uh, I i went to move with my dad uh that that following summer i got suspended um because i couldn't stay home with my mom I, again i resented her at this time mm -hmm. uh, so i went to go stay with my dad he hit me up out of nowhere i hadn't seen him in years so excuse me um so i went out to oklahoma mm -hmm. uh where he was and i was supposed to be there for a summer and he's like we were gonna he's gonna help me get back on my feet um, get everything, you know, moving back in the direction they needed to go for, for college and whatnot. We were going to get back into basketball. Yeah. Again, that was still our... So, man, I go out there and for a week I see this dude and he disappears. Yeah. And um, he, I, I found out later on he ended up leaving me for some girl. Mm -hmm. um, things had not really changed from when I was a kid. I was just able to see it in a new light as an adult. Right, for sure, for sure. And, and then seeing that firsthand, I was like, man, is this is this really what's been happening this whole time? And it made me stop and think about myself. And I was like, I looked at my dad's life and all the, the men who had been in the Griffin family and it was the same pattern for everyone. Yeah. 
yeah. none of them went to college or finished college um they were always about the women the parties the fun and i just knew it was like man i that can't be me yeah. like i don't i don't i don't want that for my life and i remember like it was yesterday man i'm getting ready to leave oklahoma at the end of the summer i had, i started staying with my uncle who took me in at this time yep um so uh, uh getting ready to leave and my dad comes back with the girl that he was with and uh we, we we actually get into a big argument with my uncle there and you know he's saying oh son don't leave i'm getting things together just give me a chance uh i'll be back uh don't leave don't go anywhere and the girl was with him and i said dude if you walk out that door you're gonna lose your son yeah and dude without hesitation he left wow man wow. and bro in that moment i was just like okay i i can't do that my kids if yeah. i ever have them yeah no doubt no doubt and dude that in that moment i knew what i needed to do i was like okay well again I've, I've been doing things the wrong way um it's like again at, at this time I, I i was i was still at least what i thought a christian you know i've been going working at summer camps and whatnot you know in between still while wilding out yeah but it didn't hit me until then but it's like no see you can't live two different lives yeah this ain't gonna work yeah so man i'm, I'm going back to texas that that following uh that the end of that summer and started working at this this camp and it was in this camp where uh i truly gave my life to christ yes sir now I, I now now real quick before you before you jump into that because uh man you just really gave the people a, a mouthful uh, because you, because you gave them you gave them you know your upbringing and you even told them a little bit about what you were like before before Christ right you mm -hmm. mentioned right like at one point as a teenager you had got baptized quote unquote um, and then even before this moment you're about to talk about you thought you were living the life of a Christian you thought you were being a Christian and then you realized and you came to yourself similar to how like the prodigal son came to himself when he was in the you know in the pig pen in the story of the prodigal son or whatever mm -hmm. you came to yourself right and now you're working at this at this particular camp now if i'm correct if i'm if i'm wrong correct me i believe you're about to tell us about the actual moment of salvation for you yes yes sir ladies and gentlemen this is this is the point where he's where he where he's uh that moment where we all have to make the conscious decision to surrender our lives over to god so yeah z go ahead man talk to them a little bit about that yeah so um uh, working at a uh, sky ranch um, and it's it's staff it's staff week. We, we we meet two weeks before the kids actually get there, and uh, we, it's the it's the last the last night where we have this big dinner. Everybody gets dressed up and they, mm -hmm. they serve actually good food. Mm -hmm. um, I think we had steaks that night, which was dope. Um, well, Y'all so, living, living like kings and queens, bro. Oh my goodness. Oh, definitely, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so we had ate and then. Uh, from the cafeteria to the auditorium, there's this long path that you have to take in order to get there. And along the path were people that were lined up, other you know former uh, counselors that were lined up and they were reading scriptures out loud. So you could walk up and just listen to each one as you walked. And I did that and I was walking and I, I started to get into this mindset, you know, cause again, I, I moved out here for a reason. It was like, man, I'm, I'm trying to make changes. Like I, I can't do this myself anymore. Mm -hmm. and I'm walking to the auditorium and I get I, I get in there 
sitting sit by myself, you know, um, this is everyone, you get to sit wherever you want to sit or whatnot. It's not, not that I was lonely or anything, but I chose to sit by myself and I can't remember the exact, I wish I could, but there was this song that came on that just brought me to tears, but it was like tears of joy because it was a reminder that God had me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got this, this is it. And in that moment, I said, okay, God, I'm yours. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's really that easy. Yeah. Yeah. People make it out to be this, this, this big thing. You have to do all these steps and whatnot. It's like, no, 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 no. When you give your life to Christ, it can happen at any moment, at any point in time. And yes, it's sir. really that easy. God, I am yours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and if you don't and, mind, I just, to, to kind of add to what you're saying, right? Um, ladies and gentlemen, what he's saying is 100% correct. You know, often we hear people pray the, what we call the prayer of salvation or even what some people refer to as the sinner's prayer and things like that and there's absolutely nothing nothing wrong with that but here's the thing that we have to understand about salvation see salvation is a heart thing it's not a it's not a lips thing it's not a your mouth thing right the salvation and accepting christ is a heart's decision so regardless if you if your heart isn't ready to change and you haven't made a decision in your heart it doesn't matter what you say with your lips you can say all the right things you can or, or quote unquote say all the right things you can go through all the quote unquote steps and jump through all the hoops that man may have you jump through but if your heart is not ready to be transformed you haven't made a heart decision it does not matter what comes comes from your lips and and zeke again correct me if i'm wrong in that moment when you opened your mouth and you said, or even thought it in your head, you said, all right, God, I'm yours. Your heart had already turned towards God and said, you know, I'm going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Yep. 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 It was, it was right then. I was, I was already ready. Like all through staff, you know, the, the two weeks of trainings, it was like, my heart was set. It's like, okay, this is, this is where change happens. Yeah. This is where that change is going to happen. And yeah, man, like d during that song, I, f I felt, um, and like, I know it was no one, no one but the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I felt someone come up and touch my shoulder and say, Zeke, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked up and there. Yeah. 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 No. And dude, I was just like, okay. Okay, this is this is it. Let's yeah. do this. And I just I thought and I just I just spent the rest of the night under the stars because it's out in the middle of nowhere, Texas. So you mm -hmm. can see all the stuff. But yeah, man, I that moment changed everything for me. Yeah. Uh, but the crazy thing is, um, again, as I mentioned before, it's like you can still go through salvation and still not be walking in the spirit, man. Now listen, could we gonna could we finna could we finna get into that in just a second here? But I, what I do want to touch on is, you mentioned in that moment when you surrendered your life to Christ in that auditorium, that you know for a fact you felt something and you heard something and there was nobody there. See, see, a lot of people don't believe that God is still speaking to us. A lot of people don't believe in these supernatural encounters. Now, mind you, everybody, for those of you that are listening, everybody's not gonna have an experience like Zeke, right? Like everybody's not gonna have an experience where you know for a fact that you were, you were, you know, sitting by yourself and you felt someone touch you and things like that. But what I will tell you this, beloved, if you will trust Jesus with your life, in that moment when you truly surrender yourself with him, you will have a personal encounter with God. 
Like you will, you will have a personal encounter with God somehow because that's how God is. God is an intentional, he's a personal God and God will do things for each and every one of us to show us that he's very real to where we realize that he's real. Again, it's gonna be different for everybody because we're all created differently. God created us all differently. And we all, um, for lack of a better term, are drawn by different things or, um, it's almost like how, like, you know, in, in school, everybody's a different type of learner. Some people learn hands-on. Some people can learn from just hearing. Some people learn with visuals and things like that. God has created us all, and, we are, and we're all going to experience him in a different way, man. And I like how you, how, you, how you brought that up because that's a real experience, bro. And you know for a fact what you experienced that day when you, when you got saved. So now you've been saved. We've talked about your past. We talked about that transitional no period and this is going to kind of take us full circle back to that that baptism piece that we talked about in the very beginning talk to them about what life looked like for zeke after salvation now being with christ okay yeah so um as, as you mentioned like it, it's, it's an experience the scripture i can't I, i'm not good with quoting scripture but it says taste and see yes sir that's good yes sir taste you can actually do physically do it is it is a, a physical experience mm -hmm. and what i experienced after that for those next few years good night america um <laughs> so <laughs> so i had uh i had spent um that that next year uh i decided to go out to tyler texas and i worked at um this church as an intern okay um for that for that summer and then um that following year i became their high school coordinator okay and after that uh i, I kind of knew exactly what i wanted to do with my life i said okay i want to be a youth pastor yeah so uh decided to go to school uh for for, for student ministry but i, I was actually I, I wasn't actually able to get into school on my own mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, 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 I'm gonna loop all this back around here a little bit oh, but yeah, i was actually it, in school on my own and i randomly got a phone call from a friend of mine named travis that i had met years ago at sky ranch mm -hmm. and he was like hey bro i heard you know you're, you're out there in texas again it was like just want to wish you the best but also let you know that i'm moving to kentucky to go to school to play ball and he was like i want to know if you will want to go with me and in my mind, I was thinking, man, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this because at this point in time, I actually was I actually played semi-pro ball for a little bit in, mm -hmm. in between those, those wild years or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just did like in my mind, I was like, there's no way they're going to allow me to, you know, play, especially at my age. Like I was older. I was going to be older than a lot of guys there. I was actually older than my coach, which was insane. Wow. Uh, Check that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh yeah he was like bro just don't worry about it call the coach and we'll see what happens so i I gave the coach a call and he flew me out within like a few days later wow and uh while i was there he showed me the campus um showed me a few things and then he said look, look let me let me put you through a little tryout mm -hmm. and tryout was basically him and me playing one-on-one -on -one. okay now I, I don't i didn't want to but bro i'm trying to make the teams like you know this was gonna get back get me back in school because i can't afford it by myself it's like right, bro i'm right, about right. to i'm about to do you in like yeah, we're about, buckets, to, we about to put us some work yeah catch these buckets <laughs> so it, it, was, it was an easy quick quick two-piece take him to the basket dunking it bro after i got done with tryouts he had everything set up 
um, for me to sign my scholarship. Wow. And wow. dude, I was like, that that was in my mind. I was like, okay, God, I see you working. Yeah, yeah. I see you. So um, moved out to Kentucky um, and was only there for a semester. Only there for a semester. Uh, but I, I felt I needed to leave. So I mm-hmm. left and um, that's where I got into student ministry. I left, came home. Um, I, gra- I got my grades back to a level to where, you know, I could I can go to another school if I needed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so came back home and uh, back back to Texas and moved out to Austin, Texas, where I started working at Austin New Church as their student pastor. Okay. So I was there um, for about two and a half, maybe three years. Mm-hmm. And in that year, in that, in that time frame, again, I, I look back at it now and I was like, Zeke, you did a lot of that on your own. Mm. A, 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 lot, a lot of that was just you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, again, I, I, I was still, um, I, I hadn't been baptized at this time. Mm-hmm. So I was still, I was still me. Yeah. Like, I, I, like I accepted Christ, but I, I was still the same Zeke. So I, I was, while I was working with the students, at the same time, that night, I would go out and be out in the streets talking to girls or, you know, being with the girl that I was talking to at that time, mm-hmm. um, and I'm—I I'm, mean, not talking. I'm, we're sleeping around. It's like I'm having fun. I'm drinking. Yeah. But I—I I can put. I can turn on the switch and I can turn it off. Wow. Okay. And it caught up to me. Yeah. Um. It, it caught up to me. So I actually had to leave that church. Mm-hmm. Originally, the 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 thing that I was telling people, and which is still true, uh, was that they were such a small staff that. They needed someone that could run in that role stronger. Um, and they actually helped me find the next job after that. But mm-hmm. I know ultimately the reason why I had to leave was because Zeke, you weren't invested as you should have been because you were invested in all these other things. Right. For sure. For sure. So I was like, okay, well, that sucked. So I had to go to the next spot. And at the next spot, I was there for like another three years. Mm-hmm. And dude, it was the same thing. Yeah. Same situation happened. Like, I was there. We're having a good time. Student ministry is growing. It's thriving. People are talking about it. And all this is happening, but I'm still out there in the world. Still still not really caring. Still still not, you know, focusing on what I need to focus on. Yeah. It actually led to a moment. And man, this, this, is, this, is, this is crazy because a lot of people don't know this already. But I'm comfortable now sharing it because I know it's going to help somebody else because it's not about me. For sure. Um, so... There came a moment where one of my fraternity brothers came down. Yes, I did join a fraternity in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of my, one of my fraternity brothers came down, and we decided to go out one night. Uh-huh. We, we went out, and we were having a good time or whatever. We met a few girls, so they started hanging out with us, and they wanted to go to a strip club. Now, mind you, I hate strip clubs. Don't Never enjoyed them ever in life. Mm-hmm. I was forced to both go to one while I was you know, on a frater- in the fraternity or whatnot. And... Um, when we get there, uh, you know, I'm, I'm already ready to leave, but it's like, you know, my boy's here, that we got girls with us, let's go have some fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't have money for this. Right. For this. So in my mind, I'm like, bro, you got the church credit card. What? Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. So, bro, I, I used it. We wow. had fun. And that next day, like, we go home, and I'm like, bro, I got to figure out a way to, uh, to uh, flip this to make to make it seem like we weren't out just having fun. So I actually called the church and told them, like, yo, someone stole our card." It's like, "Wow, I don't have the card anymore. I don't know what I'm supposed to do." 
So it was like, all right, don't worry about it. Uh, we'll, like call, call the, we'll call the people or whatever. But I still had the card, and I called the number on the back of the card. Mm-hmm. This is which is this this is where things was like, bro. This this is a stupid trying to be smart money. Right. Smart. Um, I called the number on the back of the card and canceled the card, and like not even a week later, um. At church, I feel something is wrong. I'm at the office and I feel something is off. And I'm like, man, I think I'm about to lose my job. So the pastor calls me into this meeting and we're sitting there and other people are there. Um, and I can tell, it's like, oh yeah, this is it. It's like, they, they found out. I know they found out. And um, our financial lady, she, she, uh, she's like, Zeke, the day that you said you had lost your card, you had called the number on the back of the card. How did you lose your card? <laughs> <laughs> and bro even in that moment i still was trying to cover it up because i didn't i didn't want to lose my job i was yeah. like i didn't want people to look at me a certain way yeah shame shame had started to kick in bro something serious yeah i i knew i was wrong yeah and that that's that's where the enemy is real real good at let, letting us play mind games with ourselves mm-hmm. you know like, well and I messed up. It's like, well, I'm, let me try to bury this or whatever. And it was just too late. It was like, Zeke, either you can leave and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just like leave it at that. Only us will know about it. Or we can take this to the church and let them decide. And I was like, man, I nah, can do that. Yeah. Do that. So I had to leave. Yeah. And what hurt me, what, what hurt from, from leaving this spot was because this is twice that this has happened now. Yeah. And I was hurting the students. Yeah. But didn't. It didn't know. I was unaware of what I was really doing in those moments of fun yeah. that were into this. And man, sure enough, get to the next spot, bro. Same thing. Wow. <laughs> same thing. Wow. And this is just last year before I moved here. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm in the ministry. We're, we're thriving and whatnot. But I'm still out in the world, out in the streets, and I'm just like, yo, what, what is happening? And it came down to another situation. Where the church called me in is like Zeke, <laughs> dude, <clears throat> you're either gonna have to step down or we're gonna have to take this to everybody because it, there was a moment where we had a house party where um, I was actually uh, in uh, in a put in a situation to where someone said I had assaulted them, oh wow, sexual, and like dude, like there, there's no fear in that and in that in that moment I was like, dude, my life could be completely over in this yeah, moment, yeah, but yeah. you over something like that yeah and i had to stop and look at everything that had happened up until this point um and uh no 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 charges were pressed or anything like that nothing right. again nothing happened right nothing but it was close it was close yeah and i had to stop and realize zeke you have been doing all these things in and of yourself yeah this is all this is all you the one person you have been missing this entire time yes yes you 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 you, you accepted christ into your life great but the one person you didn't accept into your life was the holy spirit yeah yeah because in each of those moments he would have showed me zeke no he would have told me zeke you you don't need to be doing that zeke look look at the bigger picture here yeah you don't shouldn't go there you shouldn't do that and man, I knew moving into this next season of life where I'm, where I am now, it's like I have to change that yeah. if I be um, the person that people know I can be. Right. Not only if I want to be 
the person I've been called to be. Right. Like you have to choose today to walk in the Holy Spirit, to walk with integrity, to walk with faith. And that that's a whole different baptism in itself. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. When I moved out here, I, I spent before I before I got the job here, I spent weeks praying and fasting. Like yeah. God, I can't do this on my own. I, yeah. I need you. This this can't happen without you. I don't want to operate outside of your will for my life. Yeah. And that's when I truly decided to allow the Holy Spirit to, to walk with me yeah. and being and um, man, like it's been what three four months now in being here and like after, even 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 before like there were still moments of just like, okay Zeke like you, you I can catch myself like sliding because like the spirit is now walking with me like hey Zeke no 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 yeah let's not do that you know what what comes from this yeah and it wasn't until like the baptism happened to where it was just like okay now I I realized like Zeke it's not you who's walking yeah yeah you are you are no longer yourself like you have Christ in you. So everything you do, no matter where you go or what you do, literally just picture it as if Christ was you. Right, right. There's, there's a reason why you, you, you don't go out and drink anymore like that because Christ doesn't want that. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why you don't watch pornography anymore because Christ doesn't want that. He's like, yo, I'm, your body, body's a temple. That's where I dwell. Yeah. It's like, don't, don't bring that into this home. Yeah. I, I don't want that. And like, again, that would be Zeke talking in those moments. Yeah. But the whole spirit is saying, no, 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 no. You're you're not your own. Yeah. I've got something bigger for you. And man, dude, it's been it has been a challenging year. Yeah. Spirit, but dude, it has been one of the best years. And like just, you know, kind of bringing it back full circle, man. Um it's it, 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 it there comes a moment where you realize you need to be walking with the Holy Spirit as yeah. well. It can't He's like, hey, I've been saved. That's it. Yeah. It's like, even in that moment, you can still do wrong. You can do like we're 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 going to mess up. We're we're we're, we're sure. going to fall. We're going to slip or whatnot. For sure, it will be less and less, and you'll be directed in a different way when you choose to walk with the Holy Spirit Absolutely. in those moments, man. And like that's that's where I am today. Yeah, <laughs> man. And that's and that's awesome, bro. So I do want to ask you this, man. And this is kind of like an impromptu question, man. So, if you, so if you think about your time before moving to North Carolina and your recent decision to get baptized and, and things like that. And this is the question. This is just a question I, you know, God asked me when I got saved. And I want to ask you this, and I think it will benefit to help and help, you know, even the those that are um, that are listening um, mm-hmm. prior to the move. Mm-hmm. Had you had you died, just say had you died in the midst of those three situations where you were, you know, had to remove removed from the job and all the sorts of things. Had you died in those moments, where do you where do you think you where where would you say? Because only you know. Where would you mm-hmm. have ended up? Would you have ended up in heaven or hell? At that time, not knowing what I know today. In my mind, I think I would have went to hell. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, and and the reason I asked mm-hmm. that, man, because, um, and again, this is not to put you on the spot, but man, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. It sounds like your salvation experience came when you got to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Would would mm-hmm. that be would that be safe to say? That's it. That's a hundred percent safe to say. Wow. 
Now, now this is why this is why I'm te- this is why I'm asking you this, Z, and 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 this is again for the listeners, because there's a scripture that speaks to us that talks about having the form of godliness but denying the power thereof. You're familiar with that one, right? And mm-hmm. and 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 when we're when we're when there is no conviction and when there is no le- no no being led by the Spirit. Um, we can't even call ourselves sons and daughters of God because in the book of Romans, it says to us um, that it is the spirit, the, the spirit of God or the Holy Spirit that bears witness to our spirit that we belong to the true and living God. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to what this man is saying to y'all. He's telling y'all, listen, I was out there. I had these experiences. I was working for the church and everything. And I had the titles and all that kind of stuff. I was like, but but I wasn't doing the right thing. But it wasn't until God had to pull me away and I had to step back and look at everything and say, yo, I was really bugging. And now I'm really allowing the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God to live in me and guide me. Ladies and gentlemen, we talk about salvation. You hear people say, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. People always people forget about that Lord peace and we hear about the Savior peace because he saves us from our sin. But when we talk about salvation, the Lord peace comes in there as well, where we're actually following him. And that's what Zeke is telling you all right now. I, I now I'm following him. Now I'm being led by this Holy Spirit um, that now lives inside of me because we think about Peter in the scripture. Right. When Jesus was going around getting his disciples, he said, um, if you follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. And they dropped what they were doing and they followed him. Folks, that's what it looks like to be a disciple. So, Zeke, now here we are at the conclusion, man. Bro, first off, I want to say thank you for your transparency. I want to say thank you for your openness. Because like you said, man, this is going to help somebody, right? This is going to help somebody. And we praise God for his grace and his mercy. Um, because Zeke is not the only person that has stories like he, like he just told. Um, but, man, th- your story is going to wake somebody up. But here we are. At the culmination, Zeke, mm-hmm. why Jesus, bro? Of all the things that you could have pursued, out of all the things that you could have followed and been led by, why Jesus? Why the true and living God? Why the Holy Spirit? Why Jesus, bro? So it, it, it it's it's taken some time to like actually figure out what the answer to that that would be because that, that's something i've thought about before yeah and, um can i can i give you a scripture for this man go for it big dog we love scripture on the on the why jesus god cast bro <laughs> we love scripture <laughs> so I, i'm looking at uh acts chapter 27 yes sir and there was this there was this moment where paul who was a prisoner at this time uh-huh. and don't know paul wrote darn near all the new testament okay <laughs> right 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 <laughs> Some of it he wrote while in prison. So mm-hmm. there's this moment where he's on, he's, he's a prisoner on this ship and he's getting ready to go somewhere. But there was this storm that was up ahead mm-hmm. that he tried to warn everybody about. Mm-hmm. But they didn't listen. You know, you're when you're a prisoner, and this, oh, I'm getting a revelation right now, speak Holy Spirit. When Man, you're, when you're a prisoner it. in this moment, people are going to look at you differently. Wow. People are, people are going to judge you. They're not going to take you seriously because like, no, you you're 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 less than at this time frame and in this moment that's i feel like that's how they saw paul they didn't they didn't take heed to his words he was telling him hey we shouldn't go here we should turn around 
Yeah. But they didn't listen. So he's an angel of the Lord appeared to him right right before this incident happened. Angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, "Hey, look, this is what's going to happen. The ship is going to wreck." Like they, they didn't listen. The ship is going to wreck, but everyone's lives will be spared. Mm-hmm. So, one, you can you can kind of take some uh, some uh, security in that in a way, and I'm, I'm gonna share why. Mm-hmm. Um, as he as Paul went up and told everyone, "Hey, look." Because of your disobedience, just straight up told him, because of your disobedience, the ship is about to wreck. Now, the, the great thing is that everyone's lives is going to be spared. So those of you who can, go ahead, jump overboard, and swim to shore. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the, the moment this is getting ready to happen. But everyone else, for those who can't swim, grab hold to pieces of the ship that will be broken, and mm-hmm. you will float to safety. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is where this is where I, I got this re- this revelation, and it, it also came from me watching um, other other pastors talk about it before, because I never looked at it this way. Uh-huh. Uh, I look at that, and it showed me it's like, okay, hey, those those who jumped overboard, they were able to swim to safety, but those who couldn't, there were still things that were floating around in this ocean that they can grab onto and float to safety, and that told me it's like, Zeke, you can still have peace with just a piece mm. and what i mean by that is okay with everything that has been broken in life with everything that's been broken in my life that i feel has been just been there's pieces of my life everywhere if it was just one big ship at one point in time i'm probably holding on to like a plank and maybe two other nails or something like that just to hold on to to see if i can make something out of later on in life right mm-hmm. but i'm floating to safety because god said he's still going to see me through this wow. and that's so even though your life may seem broken, I can still use you. Wow. I can. I will still be. Able, I will still see you to safety because I'm still good, and I can work with what you think you just have. Wow. That 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 little piece that you think you may have is so much bigger than what you what's what you think. Wow. I, I'm working million things on your behalf but you're only cons- you're you're only focused on this piece. But with that piece, I'm going to change the world. And man, like that's why. I chose Jesus because, man, there's so many broken parts that I feel are, are, are in my life that I feel, you know, ha- have been hard to just try to pull back together. But I feel God saying every day, Zeke, I'm still going to give you peace. That P-E-A-C-E, yeah. which is peace, P-I-E-C-E. Yeah. And, and that, that, that's, it. that's what's gotten me holding on. That's why I chose God because it's like, man, there's there's nothing else that can give that to you. Yeah. There's nothing else. And when, cause, because society tells you you, you got to hustle, you got to grind, you got to mm-hmm. go, go get yours, you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. And they don't tell you that you know, there are moments where you're going to drop, things, things are going to fall, things are going to break apart. They don't tell you how to get back from that. They just tell you, get back up on your feet, go live, you got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I got that, but the one person who does have all that, who has it in control since day one, Talk to so him. get in this situation, is telling you, hey, I, I knew this was going to happen. I'm at the beginning and the end. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm where you're getting ready to go. So just grab hold to what you think you have left and watch what I can do with it. Wow. That That's why I chose Jesus, man, because I know with what I have right now, he's going to do wonders. And it's not for me. Ultimately, like ultimately, it is no longer about Zeke, but about everyone else yeah because he called us to make disciples of all nations yes, love your love yourself love god love people and in that hey i'm i'm, I'm choosing to be obedient so, okay god 
whatever you want, I'm yours. Wow. I'm going to take the piece that I, I, I have and I'm going to let you use it. Wow. And he has been doing that since I've been here, man. And man. that's that's why I chose God. Wow. That's why. Ladies and gentlemen, insert a round of applause right here for my man, Zeke <laughs> Griffin, man. Listen, didn't I tell y'all he had a story? Didn't I tell y'all <laughs> this man had a testimony? Listen to, man, listen, y'all run this episode back and listen to everything this man said again because me and zeke had this conversation before um before we actually recorded this and and even now um zeke i mean i'm pretty sure you can agree man even the conversation went different just now this was this yeah. was completely open true transparency and vulnerability and zeke let me just go ahead and say this in front of the world and everybody that's listening bro i love you man and i'm so excited for your salvation experience and where you are with god in this very moment bro just listening to you talk listening to the fire and the passion in your voice man again we talked about at the beginning about the foolishness that we went through and the, the crazy things we did y'all we have stories on stories on stories <laughs> about how about how even we would we would work together to get women like we would we would you know come up with no plans to get women and things like that but God yep. has saved our soul. We not out in these streets no more. We not living double lives no more. We are sold out for the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can be too, because he just told y'all with all that, the stuff that y'all have gone through, for those that you are listening, for all the things that you are gone through, God can still use you and God still wants you. And God can bring you the peace that women, that alcohol, that drugs, that those careers, that money yep. cannot provide to you. Zeke, my brother, thank you so much again bro for being open transparent and sharing your testimony with the world man because this is going to help somebody man is there anything else you want to say before we before we 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 call it quits on this episode brother hey, yeah man dude, I'm, i am honored to, to be on uh, this podcast i was i was honored when you called me and we, and we talked about it because again we 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 haven't spoken like this in like years yeah man it's been and a minute it's been a minute bro <laughs> I was like, yo, it's, we, it's been, in my mind, it's been this major disconnect. But, like, I knew at some point in time, it's like, I'm, I'm going to see this man again. I don't know, yeah. like, what capacity, but, like, this is what it was for. Like, we met way back then, so we can talk about this now. And it, wow. it's just... It's just absolutely incredible, man. I, I love you. You you are a brother to love me. Too, I bro. still look up to you. And I wish nothing but the best for you and your family, bro. Just... He's a dad, y'all. I don't know if y'all know this. This man, <laughs> they're doing it. Like this, this is real life. And man, it, it is it is an honor to be on this podcast. And, and again, it, it showed me a lot about myself because there were questions that I had never like answered or things I have never shared with anyone. So like, I I'm grateful to be able to do this for whoever may be listening. And yeah, man, it's it's I'm we out here. Yeah, we man. Out here. bro, we bro, we are out here, man. One last thing before we before we go, man, um, because, again, your story is powerful, man. Um, how can people get in contact with you, man? You got some social media they can reach you on or anything like that. I know I know you told me you had a, you was taking a little break, but do, do you still have any social media platforms that they can maybe follow you on or get at you on or anything like that? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So the, the break ended uh, at the beginning. I think it was the beginning of this week. OK, um, Stepped aside for a minute or whatnot. But, yeah, we're, we're back um uh you can find me on instagram at zika leak um that's z-e-e-k-e-a-l-e-e-k -E 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 um on there you can tune in every monday uh starting back up i don't know if it's this monday or the, the following monday but we're, we're doing a wild but worth it show yes sir where 
Regret, it's, it's something similar to this, but for 10 minutes on Monday at 10 a.m., we are going to be talking about the uh, wild side of living life with Christ, but how worth it it actually is. Yes, sir. Uh, so you can find me there. I'm on Facebook as well. Um, I'm a student pastor out here um, at Covenant Community Church, so you can find me online as well at, at, at that church. But yeah, man, I'm I'm always available. And if if y'all want to, I'm I'm, I'm open to more, so you can hit me up on the celly as well. So for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And, and look, man. So I'm I, and whenever we get off, and I'm gonna have you shoot me um, all that social media information, ladies and gentlemen. I'll have it in the description for the episode, just in case you know you didn't catch that or or what have you. But hey, don't forget, you can always run this episode back and back and back, and you can share it with your with your with your with your coworkers, with your neighbors, with your loved ones, man. <laughs> share the Why Jesus podcast again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, another round of applause for my brother Zeke um ladies and gentlemen this has been another episode of the why Jesus Godcast I feel like I said podcast at some point but ladies and gentlemen this is not a podcast this is a Godcast because it's all about the Lord Jesus Christ the true and living God ladies and gentlemen I love y'all have a good morning have a good evening have a good night and make sure everything that you do is good God bless y'all God loves y'all peace Man, God, you know you are good, man. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we got another banger of a testimony, man. And I told y'all, man, I told you he had a fire story, man. And I pray that y'all were all encouraged. Um, man, let's recap and let's just talk about all the stuff that my brother Zeke just shared with us. And I pray the Holy Spirit opened up your eyes and shared some things with you as well. One of the main things that my brother Zeke was talking about was the Holy Spirit of God. A lot of times in Christendom, we downplay the Holy Spirit of God. But I do want to read some scriptures just to talk about who the Holy Spirit is and what he came to do and what he does, uh, because I think it's going to benefit uh, everybody listening, the believer and the and the unbeliever alike, because believer, if you're listening to this, this is who you have operating inside of you. So says the word and so says the scriptures that I'm about to read to the unbeliever. Trust me, he's doing a work in you too. He's just not dwelling in you yet. And God wants to dwell inside of you via his Holy Spirit so that you can reap the benefits of having God in your life. Um, over in John chapter 14 is where I'm going to start. We're going to start at verse number 15. Y'all check this out. Listen to what the word of God says. Um, shameless or not so shameless plug. Um, Y'all may hear some turning in the background. So I like to use a, a, a physical Bible. Um, digital Bibles are cool, but I encourage everybody, if you don't have one, man, get you a physical handheld Bible so you can feel and touch that word, man. Um, studies have shown that you retain information better when you touch it. So there you go. There you go. Think about that. John chapter 14, verse number 15 says this. Um, we're going to read down to number 18. 15 says, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper. In the King James Version or other translations, it says comforter um, that he may abide with you forever. Christian, this Holy Spirit abides with you forever ever check that out verse number 17 says this the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you check this next part out and will be 
in you. Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you. So think about this, right? We talk about, we say that we hear the phrase all the time. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And the truth of the matter is a lot of us as Christians love Jesus as Savior, but we don't too much care for him as Lord. Yeah. Because that means we got to listen to somebody. That means we have to obey somebody other than ourselves. We have to obey a will other than our own. But there is nothing like having Jesus as Savior and Lord, ladies and gentlemen. And this Lord that uh, uh, has sent us a comforter, a helper that lives in us, ladies and gentlemen. It lives in us. And verse number 18 says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you now check this out let's jump over to john chapter 16 and look at verse number 7 8 and 13 because this is going to show us some of the roles of this same holy spirit folks check this out nevertheless i tell you the truth it is to your advantage that i go away this is jesus talking for if i do not go away the helper or the comforter will not come to you but if i depart i will send him to you and when he has come he will convict the world boom of sin ladies and gentlemen the holy spirit is convicting not just believers but unbelievers alike of sin because without the conviction of the holy spirit you cannot receive salvation you would never come to god if it wasn't for the holy spirit of god convicting you that's a beast right there that's a banger that's a banger drop a bomb drop one of clues bombs for that line right there let me read the verse number eight again and when he has come he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment now i'm going to jump over here to verse number 13 check this out however when he the spirit of truth the spirit of truth is the holy spirit folks has come he will guide you into all truth he will guide you into all truth and he will uh for he will not speak of his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come there's another scripture that speaks about how the Holy Spirit will teach us all things as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what God is, how God is operating in the world now via his Holy Spirit. Um, and, he ta and Zeke talks about how he was saved, but he wasn't allowing the Holy Spirit to guide him and lead him. And he wasn't being a uh, following. He was doing things in his own power. And that is a true, true thing. And that can happen. Now, y'all heard me ask Zeke the question on the podcast and man i was uh, you know i thought i thought about it i thought about it i thought about it and um you know i, I asked him at towards the end i said hey do you think that maybe your salvation came experience came when you got to north carolina and he said you know, or i said you know i think that could be the case and he says true and one thing i know is this whether it was at sky ranch or whether it was when he moved to north carolina that brother is saved now and the way that brother is talking is proof of the saving grace of the lord jesus christ but here's a here's a few lessons i really want y'all to grab from what zeke was saying he's absolutely correct man you could be very saved and still not be walking in the will of god and letting the holy spirit spirit guide you that's very it's very very possible so christians if you're not listening to god if you're not seeking god on all things you're doing things in your own power you are destined for downfall you're destined for downfall. Check this out. Um, think about all the things that Zeke told you that happened to him um, after salvation. Um, all these heavy situations, right? Man, when we're not listening to the Holy Spirit, man, and we're claiming to be Christians, God will let us bump our heads, man. 
he will he he'll he'll let us bump our heads but here's the thing the beauty of it is this in his mercy he won't let us be consumed zeke could have went to jail for using that credit card right he could have done he could anything could have happened to zeke in the midst of those situations but god's mercy i remember early in my walk i would experience things like that man very very saved just very young and and not being led or allowing the holy spirit to lead me like i should right and 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 zeke will tell you this ladies and gentlemen there was conviction during that time because i know there was conviction during the time for me but when it's almost like when you try to give somebody advice after you try to give somebody advice for so long they don't listen you kind of stop talking right the Holy Spirit, it, it will convict us and 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 things like that. Um, but if we're not listening, God gonna stop speaking because God is not a God that wastes His time. That's just not how he how He works. We even see in in Romans chapter one how when people were doing certain things, God gave them over to vile um, vile affections and over to reprobate minds and things like that. God will move His hands and be like, "Okay, you want to do it on your own? You got it." But when you're His, the beauty is, all right, cool. You don't you don't want me to say nothing because you're dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to let you be consumed by the by the foolish decisions that you make. Again, I've been there, man. There was decisions that I made and they weren't the best. And God and God protected me through his mercy. And I thank God for that mercy. But th- but but if you're a Christian and you're not being led by the Holy Spirit, I can I, I, I beseech you. I beg you. Talk to God, get on your knees and say, God, you know what? I'm yours. I'm professing to be yours, but I need your guidance and give the Holy Spirit room to operate in your life. Give him, give him room, give him room. God is not going to force himself on you. Give him the room, give him the room. Now, if you are, if you are kind of like how Zeke was and you know for a fact that if you died right now or, or, or you've been, you know, doing the church thing, quote unquote, and you, but you know in your heart that you ain't doing right and you ain't living right. And if you died right now, that you would go to hell. What's stopping you from accepting salvation right now? What's, what's stopping you from giving your life to Christ right now in this moment? This is what this podcast is all about. I pray that as y'all listen to this podcast, either it makes you as a believer want to be a better believer. And if, and if you're an unbeliever, it makes you want to be a believer. I remember when when when, my, when when the gospel was shared to me and the Holy Spirit started working on me before I got saved. It got to a point where I had no more arguments. I had no more fight in me. I had no more real reasons, quote unquote, for why I couldn't accept Christ. My dad, who's my pastor, asked me a question. He said, so what's stopping you now? And I couldn't give him a real reason. And I said, you know what? Nothing. God, you got me. Are you at that place right now? Listen, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things um, are now made new. Do you want to be made new? Do you want your past to be completely over? Do you want to be now justified through the Lord Jesus Christ? Romans 10, 9, 10 tells us, If we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, we shall be saved Acts chapter 26 verse number 20 in Matthew chapter 3 verse number 8 talks to us about showing uh, getting saved and then showing uh, works that are meat or uh, meat for repentance 
or quote unquote proof of repentance or living a new lifestyle that goes along with the repentance and coming to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Is that something that you want? Do you want to live a lifestyle that is beneficial to you and those in your life after repentance? If you do, man, I just want to pray a little prayer with you. Just a little guide prayer. Again, if you believe in your in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved according to the Holy Bible of God. In that, repentance is in the midst of that. So if you just want to repeat this prayer with me, pray it along with me. Um, you could even run it back and, and, and listen to it again and then repeat after me or whatever. But if you do it, man, salvation will come to your house if you do it out of a sincere, out of a sincere heart. Here's the prayer. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I confess my sins to you and I repent of my sins. I accept your son, Jesus Christ, as my personal Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, come and live inside of me. Guide me and teach me how to obey the commandments of the Heavenly Father. And I promise you, I will follow you for all the days of my life. Thank you saving my soul in jesus name i pray amen ladies and gentlemen it's that simple it's that simple pray something similar to that again repeat after me pray it along with me whatever as long as your heart turns to god salvation has come to your house and heaven is on full turn up mode right now praise god for your salvation listen if you got saved Hey, holler at us, man. Holler at us, man. We would like to help you out, guide you into what you should probably do, what you should do next um, to show forth those works that are uh, uh, a representation of your repentance and your salvation experience. We'd love to talk to you. Hit me up on uh, on, on Facebook at John R. Stevenson Jr. or Minister John R. Stevenson Jr. Um, let's connect. Let's talk. Uh, let's celebrate your new birth together. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another beautiful fire episode of the why jesus Godcast. that's right it's not a podcast baby this is a Godcast because it's all about the true and living god ladies and gentlemen have a good morning have a good evening have a good night but in the midst of all that remember that god is good peace <laughs>